kids will take time away from us, from just you and I doing our thing. Right now we're walking in the desert, just the two of us. Hmm. It's just like, we don't have a care in the world right now. Occasionally we like to shut off and not be able to be reached. Mm -hmm. That's out the window. Yeah, and I like that. You like being able to shut off. I like to digital, digital detox. Just you and me. No No need need to have your phone or Google Chrome. But when you have kids, I guess... You're always on the grid. That was just a silly little parody that my wife Shira and I were working on. And this is Pregnant Pause, the show that asks the question, should we have kids? To kick things off, I'm going to talk about a few of the many reasons why having kids seems pretty unappealing to me. Some of my reasons might sound trivial or short-sighted, but deciding whether or not to have kids feels like the biggest decision we've ever been faced with. So, I want to weigh all this stuff out. But, whereas I'm still torn on a lot of this stuff, Shira, my wife, she says she's ready to go. Back to our desert hike. How did you get to this point of just knowing that you wanted to do it? I think that I realized that the things that were making me hesitant about having kids which were one, like, the world is so evil and so sad and everything. Police brutality, racism, homophobia, terrorism, just hate. Like, the world is a hateful place. But I think with all of that, I just am like, not having kids doesn't solve that, doesn't let me cope with the better... Like, yeah, I'm bringing them into it, but I'm also bringing them into a world that could be so joyful, so enriching, so nurturing, could be so awesome, also. You are feeling this is something you know you want to do, right? Yeah. But you don't think I need to have that, that, that same urge you do? Um, no. I mean, look at Roy and Avner. Roy and Avner are two friends of ours who have been together for a long time. Avner didn't necessarily think that he would have kids. There was no longing or need for children. It just wasn't there. I mean, it wasn't something that I was ever actively interested in. I'm, I've never been a coochie-coochie kind of guy. But Roy felt for sure he was going to have kids. I knew, and it was clear to me that I wanted to have kids. And so they kind of just went along with Roy, and I see them with their kids. It's like, he's an amazing dad, and he didn't have that urge. And I love being a father, and I love having them. Did you think that would happen? I actually, I didn't really think about it. I'm not a person that anticipates and has has the capability of uh, foreseeing how I would feel and what I would think yeah that's how i feel because i don't have that same urge shira does and i also 
can't really imagine what it's gonna be like, it leaves me in this like indecision zone. And because I feel like I really don't know if I want this or not, I went to go talk to someone who has in the past helped me a lot with my indecision. My name is Paul Shute. I'm a uh, clinical social worker. I've known you uh, uh, for some time, about eight years. Um, I'm just realizing that I came to you originally as your uh, as your patient. Do you call it patient? Client. Or client. Um, yeah, right when I was getting into my relationship mm-hmm. with Shira, which was eight, nine, or we've been together for 10 years, but I probably came to you eight or nine years ago. And it was similar to why I came to you today because it's kind of me hovering around this idea of commitment. Fear. It's all about fear. Do you know that you, when you came to me that you wanted to be with her? You just didn't know how to do it yet. You remember that? Yeah, sure. It was a clear as day. I remember taking a walk down Orchard Lake. Right, we took yeah, that Yeah, You we were, were picking up chicken for your family. Some, I, I can't remember what we were doing. But we took a walk, and I remember very specifically talking about it. And it was, uh, it, it was just very, uh, it was just all about fear. And everybody's afraid of stuff like that. It, you, you know, either you put your toe in the water or you jump in. <clears throat> Where, it's, it's an obvious fear that you're having, so what are you afraid about? It's, what I think it is, is these little things of like, right now I can go and take a nap when I want to, I can read a book when I want to, I can take off for the weekend when I want to. You know, everything is gonna be dedicated toward that kid. So where does that leave my relationship with my wife? Where does that leave, you know, my relationship with myself? I like being alone, I like doing me, you know? I want, I guess I'm hoping that you're, that you would know that. When I start to actually think about like what would life be like as a parent, one of the first things I think of is this hyper attention to detail, to being prepared, to being organized, to like having shit together. Yeah, and like you always get so overwhelmed. Like we'll go to your sister's house and they'll be like getting ready to like go to the local pool, like. She has so many bags, and it's like, what is in those bags? I know, but what is in there? Okay, so for babies, when you leave the house, always had a stocked diaper bag with at least one, maybe two changes of clothes, some bibs or burp cloth, potentially a bottle, lots of diapers and wipes, antibacterial gel, probably with some little toys or books garbage bags to put stuff in, sippy cups, more changes of clothes, maybe sunscreen. If we do have babies, can we just have all your stuff? For sure. I would love to give it to you. Get it out of my house. But doesn't it seem dumb to you to not have kids because you're annoyed about packing bags for the beach? So dumb. There's Shira again. And we're actually having this conversation at the beach on a recent vacation. And on this particular day, Shira and I are mesmerized by a dad who's playing with his kids right in front of us. They're probably two and four. And he is so attentive. He's burying, he's burying his daughter in the sand right now. I think it, what you gotta do is when he comes back, you gotta interview him. 
Do you have any advice for someone like me who doesn't have kids yet, but isn't sure? I'm not sure if I want them or not. She wants them. And I think I do, but I would look at you. You can't go back <laughs> after you having, having them. <laughs> I look yeah. at all your stuff over there. That probably took a long time just to get ready. Oh, this is uh, the beach pack. pack. It's, it's pre-packed. You oh, pre-packed. It's, okay. it's pre-packing all the time. Uh-huh. It's putting that in the corner. Uh-huh. It's taking me five minutes to take them out. Oh, good for you. That's great. Yeah, they have <laughs> the water packs and everything. As I'm starting to feel a little bit better about the sheer logistics of taking my hypothetical family to the beach, the man's daughter runs up to us and tells her dad she just pooped in her bathing suit. Scary thing, she got khaki in the beach. That's the hardest part. Excuse me. You're kind of like, I don't have this urge, so like, why am I going to do this annoying stuff? Precisely. And I'm telling you, this annoying stuff that you see, the payback, which is like seeing a child grow that's yours and be curious and excited about things that we don't even notice, all these things that are just like an amaze as I imagine what it is to be a mom. Them pooping their pants at the beach is a small is a small price to pay. You're saying, and it's a funny price to pay as well. I know you're gonna do a great job packing those beach bags. You have to do some of this stuff too. I'll be working. See, this is until I get to the beach. I'm working. <laughs> no, no, no. I think this is what we learned from that guy, Shy. Pre-pack that shit. Yes, pre-packing. It's a good idea, but that's not gonna put me over the edge. I don't think anything will. Does that matter? Do I have to be completely ready? And if and when I do become ready, I still look at parents and see a life that does not look very appealing, at least some of the time. So next week, we're gonna talk about that, about how parenting can sometimes suck. It sounds bad, I know, but I found parenting disappointing. I don't mean my children, I just mean parenting. There's so much you don't think about in advance. That's coming up on the next episode of Pregnant Pause. Thank you for listening to episode one. If you like what you've heard, please, please, please tell your friends and family. Yeah, love can be hard, but it was so smart of you. Because if you spend too much time alone in your mind, you're... Our website is PregnantPausePodcast.com. Share us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you leave a review on iTunes, that will profoundly help us attract new ears to the show. Pregnant Pause is produced and edited by Shira and I. We had production help from Max Linsky, Jenna Weiss-Berman, Henry Malofsky, and Josh Gwynn at Pineapple Street Media. Our graphic designer is Kira Denham. Special thanks to my radio sisters, Devin Brown and Laura Herberg. Our theme music is from the film Rocket Science by my favorite band, Clem Snide. Clem Snide's frontman, Eve Barsley, also let us use a bunch of his other music, like this very gem you're listening to right now. Thanks, Eve. We had other music from Ghostly Songs. Hear more from this amazing Michigan label at ghostlysongs.com. Last thing, if you or someone you know might want to sponsor the show, that would be awesome. Send me a message. 
pregnantpausepodcast at gmail.com. Talk to you next week. Love